Now, as women, we've been conditioned to think of food as either quote unquote good or quote unquote bad. We've been told to eat clean or stick to a diet. But the truth is, food is not the enemy, despite that it actually feels like the enemy. And, you know, it just one moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. But the truth is, food is not the enemy. Yes, my friends, I know I repeated the same line, but sometimes we need to hear the same message twice in a different way. And more importantly, it definitely isn't an issue of morality, i.e. good or bad. But what does that actually mean and how is it actually going to help you? Well, that's exactly what we are going to discuss in today's episode. Welcome to the Lose Weight with Macros podcast. I'm your host, Verona, and today my mission for you is to help somebody, okay? I'm going to help you if you've been there, you've done that, you've tried everything to lose weight and get back on track with your macros, but it never seems to stick. Spoiler alert, doing the same thing over and over and it's not working means it's no longer working. And if you wish your co-workers would just stop bringing in donuts and other sugary snacks that you happen to walk over to and put it in your mouth and you're like oops how did I do that friends when it comes to this I'm gonna teach you how to stop restricting yourself from food in the day so that you're emotionally eating it the night and you're snacking to the point that you're making yourself sick and you do not know how to eat healthy because it's just too overwhelming stop for a second let's take a breath And we're going to learn exactly how to do that through the power of macros. Macros isn't a magic bullet, but it is a tool to help you learn your habits, your patterns and your relationship with food so you can solve it and keep this weight off long term. Now, today's episode is going to be a bit of a mindset and practical episode. So today I'm showing you how to reframe your thoughts and feelings about food so that you can turn a loss into a win. Now, we're going to explore how to let go of the guilt and shame that often comes with food and how you can approach it in a way that supports your weight loss goals, not makes you feel like, oh my goodness, it's time to throw away the scale. Spoiler alert, it isn't quite time to throw away the scale just yet, or in fact, ever. I've got my scale and I know I bought the scale to tell me how much I weigh. Sometimes we don't like the scales number and we feel like it is actually telling us something that isn't the truth. But what if there was a way that you could navigate the scales in a way that you could actually be confident and actually own the scale? So if you're ready to stop feeling guilty about food and start enjoying it, then my friend, let us get right in. Now, one of the biggest hurdles that I see my clients facing is the negative thoughts and feelings that you have about food. Now, they tend to view it as something to be scared of or even avoided altogether. But the reality is that food is a vital part of our lives. We need it. We need it to survive. We need it to function. We need it to live. And it isn't something that can simply be eliminated. Now, You know, sometimes we have some food and it definitely needs a little bit more salt, needed a little bit more pepper and a little bit more seasoning. If you've ever hosted a family dinner and people start to pass around the chilli or can you pass me the salt, please? Could you pass me the garlic? Could you pass me the pepper? That actually happened one time at my family dinner. Now, because I've had food intolerances for a number of years, I don't cook for the family. The family love to cook for themselves, but I don't cook for the family because they're connoisseurs. They like, you know, heavily seasoned food because we're from the Caribbean. But I remember one time when I thought, yes, I'm going to actually step out and actually try to cook for the family. 
a few years later, needless to say, friends, I've never done that again because the food was just left there. Nobody ate it. And you know, when you come to the party with your Tupperware, I left with my Tupperware the same way that my Tupperware came. Like, but never mind, friends, it didn't actually work. And I now know that either I want to either increase my food, whether it's sodium central out here, meaning that the seasonings that are really high in salt flavor and high in sodium. Yes, it tastes good, but it's a little bit too salty. So, or I can perfect my art, but I prefer just being me, just eating and not cooking because that's not my, my, my forte. My forte is cleaning. But we can't survive on cleaning products, can we? But my friends, I know I learned from that mess. I learned from that particular thing never to cook for family again. Let the people, let the pros who love doing it go on and do it. I will buy the desserts. I will buy the drinks. I will buy all of those things. And of course, I'll be on cleanup duty. But I know where my lane is. I know when to stop. And that's the thing. When it comes to nutrition, we tend not to know where to stop or what to eat or how to eat. So where my clients were thinking food was the enemy, I started to encourage my clients to think of food as fuel. Now, we hear that a lot, right? We hear it all the time. It gives us the energy that we need to go about our day, to exercise, to be productive and to enjoy life. Now, when I say energy, I don't mean drinking six or seven cups of coffee a day. Now, I know that might be the reality for some of you or six cups or six bags or six, you know, cans of fizzy pop. But when we start to think of food in this way, we can start to develop a healthy relationship with it. And that's the key thing. But of course, with that on the flip side, I understand that this can be easier said than done. So here are some practical tips to help you I'm help somebody. OK, reframe your thoughts, change the way that you're thinking, change the way that you feel and consider the way that you're speaking to yourself about yourself. First. Start by changing the language that you use around food. Instead of labeling it good or bad, try using things like nutritious and less nutritious. It's a little bit of a mouthful, I know. But this takes the judgment out of the equation and allows you to enjoy food as for what it is. Food is fuel. Secondly, focus on the positive aspects of food. Instead of thinking about, mm, can I eat this? Can I eat me some carbs? Can I eat me some bread? I'm not allowed no bread. I can't have coffee with the cream. I can't have coffee black. I can't have it with sugar. Instead of thinking like that, think about all of the foods that are nutritious that you can enjoy. And sometimes if you're somebody who loves to eat your favorite foods and include them, include those. And it might help for you who are detail oriented type A type of people like myself. It might help you by making a list of your favorite go to foods. And then what you're doing is you're finding ways to add them into your meals and snacks or even you're creating meals from those favorite things. And thirdly, practice mindfulness when you eat. Now, what that means is just being present and fully engaged in the eating experience. So many of us can sometimes eat and stop that over there, Johnny, stop, come and sit down. Come on, come and sit down, Johnny, where are you going? And then Johnny's in your plate. Then Sandra comes in your plate. You know, you've just given them their lunch, but they want yours. For some reason, your plate looks a little bit more appetizing than theirs. It's just the way. Or you're watching the TV and you're like, no, you're watching the latest thing of Love is Blind. Please don't watch that anymore. That from the first episode was great, but or the first series, but the rest, they're just hot messes. But or you're watching Sunset Boulevard or whatever it is you're watching. Right. And you're like, oh, my goodness. And you have you ever done this? <laughs> have you ever? Been watching something like 
I don't know, like a cooking show. And then you actually want what they're cooking and you try to attempt it and it just doesn't come out <laughs> like this. Sometimes my point here is we can get distracted what we're doing. We're trying to eat and sit down and have a nutritious meal. But we can't even tell me if I was to ask you, tell me what flavors you can, you know, what notes that you can come and taste in your food. You wouldn't be able to tell me because you'd be inhaling it. You couldn't tell me. Yeah, actually, I can taste the sesame seed oil in here. It's quite nutty. Mm -hmm. Got quite a fruit taste in here. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then you wouldn't be able to tell me that because you inhaled it in five minutes because you're so engrossed with the TV. And that sometimes is because we're lacking the intention behind eating our food. And that is what I mean by practicing mindfulness when you eat, because this can help you develop a deeper appreciation for the food and a more intuitive approach to eating. It's not intuitive eating that we're talking about, but you're helping your body and your taste buds to savour that flavour. By reframing your thoughts and feelings about food, you can turn a loss into a win. And there you start to enjoy the foods you love whilst actually still seeing some results. Whether those results are four weeks in, five weeks in, six weeks in. The main thing for you to remember when you're trying to lose weight, it is not going to happen every single week. And with a little practice and patience, there's that word again, you then start to develop that muscle that then in turn builds into a healthy relationship with food that serves you for years to come. And that, my friends, is all we've got time for in today's episode. I hope you found these tips helpful. And if you're looking for more support on your fat loss journey, then be sure to check out my macros group coaching program, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk. Or if you're somebody who doesn't know which is the right fit for you, you can book your five minute discovery call, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash discovery. And I can't wait to see you, my friends, in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Can't wait to catch you on the next one. But if you found some value in today's episode, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend that also needs to hear this message. Friends, don't forget you can reach out to me over on the gram at VA Nutrition Coaching, which is the same on all other social media platforms. If you don't have social media, you can hit me up on email support at VA Nutrition Coaching. If you want to sign up to work with me, either on the group coaching program or the six month coaching program, all of the information is in the show notes below and how you can sign up there can't wait to catch you in the next one friends